Hi, this is Merrill Reese, and enjoy 215 Live for some great sports talk. What's up, everybody? Welcome to 215 Live. Frank and John here with you. Uh, devastating loss. Devastating loss for the Philadelphia Eagles against the Tennessee Titans. Last play, it was a walk-off homer for, for the Tennessee Titans. You converted three fourth downs. Yeah. Uh, one being fourth and 15. One being fourth and 15. Yeah. You get some pass interference calls. Holding, pass holding, passivers, offsides. Yeah, um, brutal, brutal loss. It was devastating. That hurt me. That loss. That's the first loss that hurt since they lost in the playoffs to the Saints. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's the expectations, right? We talked about it. You know, you looked at the schedule and you were thinking, all right, Tampa, Tennessee. You know, get out of there. Car or Nick can get us through. Yeah. Until Carson gets back, we should be yep. good before that. Alshon's Minnesota game. back. Yeah, Alshon's back. <laughs> and then you just. Yeah. Yeah. I let's, don't have anything else to say. No, I'm I mean, just, it's so depressing that they lost the way they did. Let's get right into our five points because this is pretty much the whole game, right? Yeah. Um, so, so first we got just the defense, right? And let's just break it down. Let's just start with the defensive line. Yeah, go right? line out. So the defensive line is supposed to be a strength of this team. They're getting no pressure. Zero. No consistent pressure. No. This is supposed to be the the strength of your team. You went out and added guys, and the, you know it was going to be r- relentless pressure, right? right? That was what it was going to be. Yep. Fletcher Cox up the middle, Chris Long off the edge, Barnett off the edge, Brandon Graham off the edge. It was going to be... A rotation of yeah, eight guys. Yeah, it was going to be all fresh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not happening. Nope. They're not and, getting any pressure. No. Zero. And I don't know why. I mean, it's not like they're they're not overrated. They they do what they do. The def- Those guys are who they are. You know, they're not an overrated bunch. Maybe it's scheme. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's got to be scheme because it's not talent level. I mean, if you look on paper, this defensive line is better than the one we had last year. Absolutely. Vinnie Curry and Bo Allen weren't lighting up the world. No. You missed them that much. Vinny Curry had zero tackles when he played <laughs> yeah, against that's us. What, that's what I mean. So when you look at the the additions, this is supposed to be better. Haloti Nada, Michael Bennett. You know, you get those guys, you're like, wow, you can add those guys, even though they're older, with the rotation that you're going to have on the defensive line, they're going to come in fresh, every one of them, in, in and out, in and out. And it's like, like I, I don't even think they've even mentioned BG yet. I haven't no. heard his name at all. Has Michael Bennett made a play yet either? He he gets constant pressure, but he never gets the, no, gets never to the gets quarterback. To and by the way, his shoulder pads, <laughs> like, really, like, come on. That's the first time I really looked. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. They don't even cover your shoulders. No. Like, what are you wearing? He wears just the minimum amount that the legal level. It's like a little league yeah. shoulder pad he's wearing. I think he's wearing the kicker pads. He probably is. And the NFL, they don't, it, this is the minimum amount that you're supposed to wear. That's ridiculous. Yeah. No, but, it's it's depressing because that that was supposed to. We talked about this weeks ago. That remember when Brandon talked about how if the defensive line is getting pressure, the the glaring weaknesses in the secondary aren't as glaring because the defensive line is getting pressure. Now you're starting to see snowball effect. Defensive line not getting pressure. 
Linebackers are struggling in coverage. Secondary is getting exposed. The secondary is the another disappointing part of this defense. It's beyond disappointing at this point. So let's just go right to your buddy, Jalen Mills, again. He, the guy gets called for pass interference every game. Yeah, because he doesn't have the skill to stay with a guy. Yeah, like enough with like. Don't tell me about the technique and we got to fix this. He just doesn't know what he's doing. No. I mean, he knows how to play cornerback, but like when he's in a situation to go get the ball, he can't help himself. Yeah. He just can't because he's because he's not a technically sound corner. And and like we always talk about like why they 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 say that he's this you know type of cornerback that could press. He's strong. He's aggressive. But they won't put him in that position because he gets beat. Yeah. Right. So Doug they asked Doug about him today, and Doug flat out said, which I was surprised, addressed Mills, and he said, when teams know that they can attack him, they're going to attack him. Right. And they're going to do it. He's like, I don't blame them. I mean, that's telling you right there, Frank. Yeah, like, I don't but then trust he, that guy. But then he said, but you don't want to get into the habit of switching players out, which means which I think means you're going to keep going with them. Yeah, which means what, Doug? What I mean, what does yeah, that like, mean? What are you going to do? So, okay, so a team's going to come in. If you don't think next week they're going to be all over him with, with um, what's his face, the, the receiver for Stefan Diggs. Yeah, Stefan Diggs will be all over If you don't think the week after that they're going to be all over him with OBJ. Yep. And then the week after that, Cam's going to try to like. They're going to be all over him. It, it, and you're going to say, well, teams are going to come in, they're going to scheme, and they know that they can attack him in particular. It's not like, well, we have a couple injuries in the linebacker core and they're going to take advantage. No. You flat out said they can come in and they know they can attack him in particular. Yep. You're not going to do anything about that? You're not going to address that at all because you don't want to get in the habit of switching guys out. Yeah. Why? Because you're going to hurt his feelings? Oh, I got news for you. It, it won't be long before the players are, are also saying, listen, Doug, yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, do T- something. Time, here. To, time to make a change here, buddy. What about the kid from Chicago that yeah. they got? What, what about Sidney Jones? I don't. I don't care Tennessee. at this point. Yeah, somebody. If Sidney Jones isn't winning the job, I still don't care. Put him there. Let's see what he can do. And that's the other it's thing. Be better. And that's the other thing. Nobody's saying that Sidney Jones isn't ready. Like if they're Man, telling me that Sidney Jones isn't ready, and I'm like, all right, well, that's why you're going with Jalen Mills. But you're not saying that, right? So I don't. To me, you're just doing it because you don't want to change a guy, like. You know, it doesn't make any sense. I, I just don't. We talked about this weeks ago. Is it Jim Schwartz loving Jalen Mills? Is it Corey Unlin? And, and it's like, well, he's got good technique. We can get him there. He's been in the league for almost three years now. I mean, at what point is this kid going to be like, all right, this is like, they're even doing half double moves and he's biting on. Yeah, not like, even not, not even, even a good like route. A full, yeah, like, <laughs> and he's biting on it. Like, and you just know it's happening. And anytime. A deep ball is thrown, you know it's thrown to wherever Jalen Mills is. Yep, and you know that it's either going to be caught or, or pass, pass interference. interference. Yep, no because doubt. Because he once you get by him, it's see ya. Yep, and then and then like, and then the guy will drop the ball and then he'll celebrate. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, like, yeah. come on, man. And I'm to do it, you dude. And I feel like he's doing it to show his haters. Yeah, that like no, see that. Yeah, yeah like, come on, dude. Like enough. Yep. Stop getting beat. Listen, at some point, the Jalen Mills stands out there that only love him because he's the Green Goblin right. are going to have to look at things the way they need to be looked at. This kid is just not that good. He's not that good. If you if you as a coach, a head coach, can sit and say, the teams are going to come in here, you're going to scheme specifically for that player. And, and as a fan, uh, even a casual fan, that watches the game and watches, watches him get exposed... Even his stand's got to be like, all right, 
I mean, we're kind of going to bat for this guy, but right. like he's getting toasted. Yeah. Like stop, stop sticking up for him because he's good on the mic, because he's good in those mic'd up sessions. Right. Because he likes to do the electric slide and get everybody <laughs> dancing. Like I heard a guy calling today, like, dude, this isn't Dancing with the Stars. I need you to make a play, bro. Like, it's enough already. Yeah. Get, you know, make a play. Keep your hands where they're supposed to be. And, and knock a ball down, dude. I don't like, understand it. And, by the way, he's not going to get much help in the safety from the safety area. No. Because that looked horrible. Yeah. That, yeah, they're going to have to do something about that as well. I'm starting to, to Corey really— Corey Graham ain't going to cut it. Yeah, Corey Graham ain't going to cut it, and, and Malcolm is starting to make a, a highlight reel of being out of position. Yep. And I don't understand why. I think he's overcompensating. I guess. I, guess, I mean, I guess so. I don't know what else to say. He he uh, he was good on the drive, the final drive, that cost. Oh, yeah. Actually, eventually lost. I mean, yeah. he had good coverage, but I think he's, I think he's, I think he's exerting too much. He's trying to be the guy that cover all the flaws in the secondary, and it's, yeah. it can't be one guy. Especially it's be when, a team. especially when the flaws are all all the other three positions. Yeah, and by the way, Darby stinks. Yeah, he's getting he's all he's, he's no never, better. Yeah, no, he's never. The only in the difference position. between between him and Mills is mm, they're targeting faster. Mills. Yeah, and he's faster. <laughs> yeah, you're not seeing as many balls because Mills is that much worse than you. And it, the the whole playing ten yards off because they you know they can't bump and run because they're not they're not technically sound enough to stay like. Well, then you got to get me two other guys, dude. Yeah. Like, I, if you can't trust these guys to play bump and run because once the guy gets past them, it's over with, then you got to get me two more guys. Yeah. I don't want to hear, well, Darby's got closing speed. He can make up for his mistakes. Not if he's playing 10 yards off. Right. Because everything's just going to be, I'm going to give you 10, 10, 10, 10. I mean, how, 10. Many, how many Keith third downs do they get beat on because All the time. They got, they're playing 10 yards off the All guy? the time. I, I mean, mean, fourth and fifteen. Yeah, fourth and fifteen, and that gets converted. Like, and not even by the way. Like, oh, nice catch. He was there was nobody within ten yards of him. No, it's it's unacceptable, and I, I don't know if it's just by necessity. I don't know if it should be Darby and somebody else. I don't know if they should both be out. I don't know. I, I mean, if we don't know, they definitely don't know. They got to do something. Something's got to be done because if you come out and say that they're specifically targeting a dude who you know is not good enough. You got to make a change, dude. Enough with feelings. You're trying to you're you're trying to go back to back here. You're trying to win another ring. You don't want Doug to love on him. No, it's enough. No more loving on him. No, because it's not going to work. Because that's a key position. Teams are going to come in and scheme for that player, for that specific player. It's just like what was it three years ago when we had Bradley Fletcher, and we were playing the Cowboys, and Romo looked at Dez and put his thumbs up, like yeah. oh yeah. Yep, go ahead. And they ate him alive. And what yeah. did Jim Schwartz do? Oh, I'm not going to change it. Nope. I'm going to keep him in on that side. And Des Burnham for three touchdowns that game. Yep. What's that come down to? That comes down to point number two, which is Jim Schwartz. There's something there that he just – we already know that he's a stubborn guy. Yep. We already know that he's the type of guy, like, it's going to be my way or the highway. He's got to change something up, man. He's he, got to do something. you got to start blitzing. Something. Bring the linebackers or one linebacker. Like – you got to. They're they're getting no pressure, and it's hurting your your corners. The blitz. Uh, I, Mikey Miss said a, a stat earlier. I think Mariota was like, like ten for eleven for like hundred and fifty yards against the blitz. So he was carving them up yeah. on the blitz because Mariota's athletic. Yeah, he can carve you up. But why didn't you? I think they blitz like eight percent of the time against Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Why are you not blitzing against Matt Ryan? Yeah, and by not the way, athletic. Y- you know, if your blitz isn't getting there, it's it. I mean. You're going to blitz the guy that often and never get there? Yeah. Like, you know, that's not right. I know the guy's athletic, but 
So is Carson, and they're bringing the blitz, and they got him every time. Exactly. I, I don't know. We just said it about the the Jalen Mills thing. I don't know if that's a Jim Schwartz loving on him thing, or they just don't have an answer, or Sidney Jones isn't what they expected, or I, I don't know what it is. How much of it is they don't want to mess up the chemistry from last year? I mean, it could be part of it. I guess because everybody stuck together so yeah. you know so well last year through all the injuries, and they were able to win. Maybe that's what they're looking at that will eventually come out of this. I don't know, man, because guess what? You got Minnesota next, who's reeling right now. You got the Giants, who it's a division game. It doesn't matter. And you can't say anything about any team anymore. You can't look at the schedule and go, ah, that should be a Because you had that against Tampa and you had that against Tennessee. Well, I mean, they already lost two games I had chalked up as wins. Exactly. So you can't look at the Giants the game after and go, well, it's it's division, and you're not playing well enough to just be like, well, that's a walkover right. game now. And then you got Carolina. Carolina always plays us tough. Yep. So hey, you got to figure something out here, or you're going to be out of it early. Yeah, I if, think I, I think that in the next game you're going to see more of a rotation on the outside with Jones and Mills. I think I think we're going to see that. I think so. Got to be something. Or I'm wishful thinking. I'm hoping you're not wishful thinking because <laughs> I got to tell you he. He can't. At some point, we have to look at this kid and go, "All right, it's just not working." Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't care. I don't want to hear. Well, maybe Cindy Jones isn't doing enough to win the spot because if he was, he would get it. Put him there. I, I want to see something else at this point. I'm not going to do worse. You can't do worse. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's an embarrassment the way that these guys are playing. Yep. And like I said, I said last week that Ronald Darby's getting a pass because Mills is playing so bad. But if you focus on Darby, he ain't lighting the world up either. No. I mean, it's just something. Something's got to change. And by the way, Jones got burnt as well on the <laughs> yeah, touchdown. So I mean, I mean so like somebody's like, got to do something. Somebody's got to step up, put make the a kid play. in, put Maddox in if you have to. Yeah. Let him show you what he's got. Whatever. Yep. Something's something. got to happen. Throw somebody in there. Yeah, can't, it can't just be status quo. Yep. Um, and you you touched on the third line, the O line, uh, or the third point. It, I don't know what happened. I mean, this was this was your absolute strength last yep. year. I mean. Obviously, they're not the best offensive line of football anymore. Something happened. Yeah, it's it's the same exact guys. I mean, Lane Johnson looks like he hasn't played offensive line no. before. Like, nope. He's getting toasted. And Peters looks like yeah, he's looks like every he's bit of yeah. He yeah. looks like every bit of thirty five. Yeah, I mean, and and you expect that with him, but Lane Johnson's a huge disappointment right now. Yeah, I mean, huge Absolutely. disappointment. And he's getting roasted on the outside. Yep. And it's just like... They showed you, the one time he never even got off the block. That's what I mean. You knew, like, the last two years, if JP's just holding his own, Lane's going to be locked. You don't need to even worry about that right side. It's Lane, yep. and he'll be good. It's not like that anymore. Carson got killed yesterday. Yep. I mean, he only got sacked, like, four or five times, but he was hurried. He was knocked down. He was, like... He was under pressure all game. All Seven game. times last week, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's I think destroyed. he's been sacked the most like out of any quarterback since he's been back. I mean, God, if you were worried about his health, yeah, you know what I mean? You yeah. might want to block for the kid. The The tough part is that, all right, so last year you overcome all the injuries and you did what you did, but you, you still had so many glaring issues last year as far as age. Like, Jason Kelsey's not a pup. You know what right. I mean? Jason Peters isn't a pup. Like, you have older guys that, that you were able to, to compensate for last year. Now it seems like the age is starting to catch up. The, the the holes in your offense and defense are starting to catch up. And it might be too late to try to overcome all those issues. 
like you have to make a move. Like Howie has to look at we need uh, we're we're going into our fourth point now running back depth. That running back core is is just atrocious right now. Yeah, they're all bad. I mean, up. I mean, you can't. You you're at a point now where you're not going to be able to rely on Sproles. You're not going to be able to rely on Ajay playing a full season. No. Nope. So what's that leave you? Clements banged up too. Yep. And Smallwood. He's you got you got to do something. Smallwood's not an every down back. No. It, and it, it's. I heard a lot of people talking about Le'Veon Bell and Pittsburgh's willing to get you know a second round pick and blah 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 blah. And, I mean, to me, I think about a second-round pick. I think about maybe moving BG, maybe BG in a second. Right. Something. Because that changes the whole landscape of your team. You get a guy like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If I'm not threatened by your running back core, I'm going to let your wide receivers do whatever they want. Yep. Because I'm not threatened that you're going to run on me. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, am I afraid of Wendell Smallwood as a no, defense? Not, not at all. Right. It's, something's got to happen. I don't. I, I know Howie is on the line probably, or he's at least exploring options. I hope he's got to make a splash. He's got to make a Jay Ajayi splash again this year. He's you know gonna have I mean? to. They should have went after Earl Thomas before he got hurt. Yeah. They should explore Le'Veon Bell. They got to do something because this team, as is constructed, even with everybody back, even with JJ healthy and Sproles back, it's not good enough. No, and every week Sproles is a week away. Every week. So, well, you can't depend on him. He's 36 years old. Yeah, he's 36 years he's, old. He has a running back. He's already, <laughs> dude, the life expectancy of a running back is 27. Yep. Like he's already outlived that. Yeah. 10 times over. <laughs> so, how much more can you expect of him? Yeah, he's not going to give you much. I, I, I think the, I think the biggest loss there is Clement, though, because he's such a multi talented back. He can catch it, he can run it, you know. And he's banged up. And he's banged up. And, yeah. like, you know, hopefully he's back soon, but. Like, dude, you make a they move need more for depth. you make a move for Bell, right? I honestly, and listen, this isn't my money, this isn't my team. I'm almost at the point where I'm giving Pittsburgh whatever they want, you know, with exception. Right. You got it, like, like I said, BG. I mean, <laughs> listen, I love Fletcher Cox, but <laughs> I'm having the conversation. Yeah. Because you're talking about a, a an all down. Three down running back that can make a difference from the very beginning, and everybody else falls into place. Imagine having Bell and Ajayi. Now you can give Ajayi 15 carries instead of 25. Right. Right. And then Clement being your third guy. That's a hell of a core there all of a sudden. Now all of a sudden the face of your offense changes. Yeah, but I don't want to um, sell the farm for a season or two. Not, it, well, obviously it. Because, you know, like we talked, we just said, like the running back is 27 yeah, years old. I mean, it I has mean, to come with an extension. I mean, you got to extend them. Yeah, but how many good years has he got left? What is he, 25? I don't know. 24, 25, whatever he is. I mean, you get. You're going for it now, right? I mean, yeah, we're, I mean you're we're going for it now, situation, yeah. But, right? Cause yeah. Because you're your quarterback. Yeah, right? but it's got to be a, a piece like Graham. It can't be. Like, I don't want to go Fletcher Cousins. I'm just saying, I'm having. I'm listening. Yeah, I don't know. I'm you not know going I mean? there. I'm whoever, listening. Whoever receives him has the upper hand because the Steelers have to undersell him with. All of this public, right? Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. So I mean, you you got to look at you got it. You got to at least have the conversation. You got to at least listen to what Pittsburgh wants. If they're saying a second, BG in a second gets it done. Don't fool do yourself. That. I because, would do that. Then, because both players are going to need an extension. Yep. Like BG needs an extension too, so you could work something out. The money that you were thinking about, maybe giving him, you give it to Bell. Yeah. Or whatever the case may be, something's got to happen because even everybody at a hundred percent. 
isn't good. I don't think it's good enough. It's not good enough to get back there again. I mean, you just like Aguilar's regressed. Yeah, like it's just, they're just not good yeah. enough right now. Bell's Bell's twenty six. Twenty six. You get three more good years out of him. Sure. And and he was the bell cow in Pittsburgh. He comes to here. He won't be that guy. He'll be. It'll be him and Ajay. Yeah. You know, at least for the rest for the of the year, year. Yeah. Or and then and then him and and Clement going forward. So Clement can take. 10 of those carries that he normally would get in Pittsburgh. Whatever. Yeah. As long as that kid gets the money, he's good. And by the way, none of these backs can pick up the blitz. No. None <laughs> like, of them. It, something's got to give. I Sproles don't, it, is their best one, and he's the smallest one. Exactly, which is a shame. That yeah. tells you all you need to know. Um, and our fifth point, we, we talked a little bit about it before the show. Something's – I don't know if it's personnel. I don't know what's going on. Aside from the fourth downs that he always does anyway, like Doug, I think Doug's losing a little bit of his balls. His play calling has not been as aggressive as no. I expected. It's conservative, dude. Like and they they marched down at the end of that fourth quarter. Yep. And all of a sudden, like he played to tie. Yeah. Like he didn't. Like, dude, you were at the seventeen. Yeah. Go for the first, win, buddy. First down on the seventeen. Like, go for the win. How many people were expecting uh, Zach Ertz slant in the middle of the end zone? Nothing. He did not. He like, went two straight Ajayi runs yeah. after that. Like I was like, come on, man. Like, like how about how about Alshon just showed you that nobody in their secondary right. can box just put him it up. up. He just showed it to yep. you on like a forty yard pass. He did. <laughs> Why not have him go? All right, dude, go to the line and jump. I'll put yeah. it up for you. That's it. Nothing. Take one a, shot. Ajayi run. Ajayi run. Uh, Ingleby pass third down. Kick the field goal. Like, dude, you played for the tie. Yeah. Like, come on, man. It, it wasn't just... Dougie P. that, I, And, I mean, he'll say that he had faith that his defense would stop him, I'm sure. And, right. obviously, he was probably right. Right. Except he gave up a fourth and 15, and then you had that Three passing. fourth downs on that, on yeah, that like, drive. I mean, come on. Like, the defense has to get off the field. You, right. can't, you can't have three shots at it and convert them all. And Vrabel was like, nah, fuck that fourth and one. Yeah. I'm not going to kick the field That's goal. what I expect Dougie to do. Because you can't stop us. Yeah. That's what I expect. Flat Dougie out to do. said, you can't stop us. We're going to win this game. Yep. Balls and 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 Tennessee is in a position where they need that game. Yeah, right. So he goes, they can't stop us. We're going to get this first down and we're going to score because they can't stop us. Yeah. Doug was like, now nah, I'm going to play for the tie. Come on, dude. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, it's just I don't I don't understand it. And this has been like it's been progressively getting more and more every week. And like I said, I don't know if it's because he doesn't. It, I don't remember Doug's first year. You were like, why ain't he being aggressive? Why ain't he doing this? Well, because he had DGB. And he had Alsha or uh, Aguilar who couldn't figure himself out, and he had Jordan Matthews who was banged up or whatever. It's almost like he's reverting back to that, where like he just doesn't have confidence in his guys. Right. Well, by the way, they also pass fifty times. Yeah. Like fifty to twenty-two. Like that's to that's pass and run. You know, there's no balance yeah. there, right? No. But but so I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt though, because he is like we talked about the running backs. There's no depth. He had yeah. Wendell Small, Smallwood back there. You know what I mean? How many, how many times are you going to hand him the ball? And Ajayi with a broken back, how many yeah. times are you going to give him the ball? So I get it, but at the same time, they know that, and now they're bringing the blitz. And you guys can't pick it up because your offensive line can't pick it up and your back can't find the guy who's coming. They're they're at a very key position right now in this season. They're at a very critical point in this season. If I think if you go and lose to Minnesota, they're in big trouble. Yeah, I think so too. They're in big-time trouble because this division – Alone is theirs for the taking. Yep. Like the rest of this division stinks. Yep. I don't care what the Cowboys record says, like they stink. 
you're in big time trouble if you go two and three, because you still have all your division games left. You still got Jacksonville, right? You still yep. got Carolina. You don't have. You got the Saints. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you don't have an easy schedule. It's not going to be that much easier. Nope. You go down two and three. You're, it's going to be tough. Yeah, because you've already put yourself behind the eight ball, dropping to Tampa and dropping to Tennessee. This it might. It's close to being must win already. Yeah. In the fifth game of the season, yeah. it might be must win already. It might be. I mean, it's a revenge game for the Vikings. I mean, listen, they're not world beaters either, but their defense, they in, their defense digressed I mean, a if lot. They, if, if they if they come in here and they beat you, you're in, you're in trouble because yeah. now you got you lost to Tampa, which is a conference loss. Yep. You lost to you you lost to Minnesota, which is a conference loss. You, you can't. I mean, they they put themselves in a, in a very awkward position already. Yep. So the hope is that. Guys start to get healthy, they start to get back, and then the pieces start coming together. Right? Like, the that's only the hope. thing is what like who is it? Yeah. Right? Alshon's back, right? Yep. He's your best offensive. Well then player. you get now you need your two running backs back. I, and that's and that's scary because look who you're counting on. Yeah. You're counting on an undrafted rookie in Darren Sproles. <laughs> we all know it's not two running backs. Like it's, it's gotta be something. It's more. something. Yeah, something's yeah. gotta be a big running back. Because a big you're move. not. Yeah, you're not in a position now where you can say, "Well, Alshon's hurt." You know, once Alshon gets back, the players that are hurt and not back yet are they really difference makers? Right. Right. So you look at the team, the way they're constructed, and the way that they're playing, and the teams. We it, it's you don't have an Alshon in the cupboard. Alshon in the cupboard waiting to come back. You don't have, you know, a uh, 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 shady McCoy hurt like ready to come back. Like he, Look who you're counting on to come back. You're counting on Mac Hollins to come back. You're counting on Corey Clement. Like, are they difference makers? Like, do they make that much of a difference that all of a sudden your offense is on on all cylinders? That's the scary part. Yeah, I don't you're know. You're pretty much playing with all your groceries right now. <laughs> you're honestly, they got to make a move. Something's got to happen. I don't know if it's a receiver. I don't know if it's a if it's. Le'Veon Bell, I don't, I don't know. Something's got to give because this offense, the way it's constructed right now, is not good enough. Jeremy Fowler just put out Le'Veon Bell expects to report to the Steelers during Ugh. Week Seven. He has to. I, he has to. He's got to be. There I know for the 10. contract, but still, yeah. I mean, the fact that it's out there. But that might be because he's got to come back and show good faith because of a trade. It could be something like nobody's going to trade for him if he's still holding out. So yeah. there might be something working. You know what I mean? In that. Maybe they were like, "Look, dude, you got to get back here before we can make any deals." Like, uh, like people are gonna have to know that you're good enough to play. Like, it's it's not gonna work. Right. Like, if you're holding out, people are gonna want to be like, "All right, I'll trade for him." Like, I need you to come back and show people I'm healthy, ready to go. So maybe that's a good sign. I don't know. We'll see. All of a sudden, he's back. Like, mm-hmm. who knows? maybe Howie's on the line. We'll see. So, all right, we're gonna take a break. You're listening to Two and Five Live on Wildfire Sports. If you're considering buying or selling a home in Philadelphia or surrounding areas, then for all your real estate needs, contact Louis Reyes from Weikert Realtors at 267-648-7123. That's 267-648-7123. The key to his success is always putting his clients above all else. Contact Louis Reyes now at 267-648-7123 for a no-obligation consultation and let him show you your possibilities. Are you a sports fan or know someone who is? 
Are you looking for a professional way to show off your favorite jersey or fan apparel but don't know how to do it? Are you looking to avoid paying hundreds of dollars on big, bulky, expensive display cases? Would you want to be able to hang your favorite team jersey on the wall or ceiling without using screws? Then look no further. Sport Display jersey mounts are finally here and can be purchased at www.thesportdisplays.com. They look absolutely awesome and you can install them without screws. You use 3M command strips and stick it to any surface type, including the ceiling. Jerseys look great on, and the best part is you can remove it on game day and wear your favorite jersey to the game, and when you're done, snap it back on. If you're looking for an easy, affordable, and professional way to show off your team colors, then look no further than Sports Displays jersey mounts at www.thesportdisplays.com. That's www.thesportdisplays.com. Use promo code 215LIVE when you order and get $4 off of your purchase and free shipping. Get your jersey mounts today at www.thesportsdisplays.com. Hey guys, what's going on? You know those times where you need a little crunch in your lunch or a quick bite to get through the fight? A local site where it's done right, fast and friendly is what you need and satisfaction is always guaranteed. Cheese Dogs, that's D-A-W-G-S, Cheese Dogs, home of the two-foot challenge and the grilled ice cream sandwich where happiness starts and the fun is in your bun. They're located at 318 Bustleton Pike in Feasterville, and you can check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and at www.eatcheesedogs, D-A-W-G-S, eatcheesedogs.com. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a project at your house that needs to get done, but you're not sure who to turn to to help you out? Maybe you already started a project, but you're not quite sure how to finish it, and now your house is all messed up and you're stressed out? Well, here's what you do. Give our friend Chuck Reed the handyman a call. No repair or project is too small. Chuck will make your dream project a reality. Give him a call at 215-672-8875 or email him at handymanservices08 at comcast.net. If you're in Northeast Philly, Bucks, or Eastern Montgomery County, give Chuck Reed the handyman a call. Once again, it's 215-672-8875 or email him at handymanservices08 at comcast.net. Why are you taking pictures of your receipt, Jim? I'm earning cash back, Steve. By taking pictures of your receipt? I don't get it. Let me explain. It's a cool new app I downloaded called Wabi. I earn cash back when I eat, shop, or play at local places in my area. Just shop, snap, cash back. Shop, snap, cash back? It's that easy to use? Yep. I just downloaded the app, created an account, then I shop at a Wabi merchant, snapped a picture of my receipt, and within 48 hours, I had cash back in my Wabi account. That's it? That sounds too easy. It is. I've received 5%, 10%, 20%, or even more cash back on my purchases from merchants on the app. Even better, I can earn more cash back when I share the app with my family and friends, I just send them an invite through the app using my referral code. Do me a favor and send me an invite. Absolutely. And it's crazy how quickly Wabi is expanding in the U.S. Wabi sounds like an amazing rewards program. Go and like their Wabi page on Facebook. That's Wabi, W-A-B-E-E. And if you're a business owner, check them out at Wabi.com. Shop, snap, cash back. Now you got it. Download the Wabi app today. Use the referral code WILDFIRE in all caps and become a part of the shop, snap, cash back phenomenon. Welcome back to 215 Live. Frank and John here bringing you our uh, breakdown of the Eagles' devastating loss to the Tennessee Titans. Um, devastating such a good word for it, too, because it, it is. was. Because it would, because, well, here's the re- first of all, I didn't expect it. 
That's first of all. Second of all, there's no way I didn't think that they were going to march down the field and win the game. Yeah, easily. By converting for fourth downs. Including, Three of them. Including a fourth and 15. It was fourth and 10. They got a whole. They got a false start and made it fourth and fifteen. Yeah. And at that point, I was I was on my way. We had a dinner for my dad for his birthday Sunday, so I was in the car when that happened. I heard holding or uh, you know false start offense, whatever. Fourth and fifteen. I was like, ah, this is over. Yeah. There's no way they're converting this, and they nope. threw a nineteen yard pass. I'm like, yeah. are you a like, wide what? open? I was like, what happened? Place. Yeah. You know, what I mean? like Corey Graham was out of position three times on that drive. It's so it's it's depressing only because. You know, a lot of the fan base is 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 resting on the laurels of the fact that we're Super Bowl champions still. And it was the one thing that I feared with this fan base, that they were going to give this team a pass because of, they just won the Super Bowl. That's why Malcolm Jenkins wanted that Super Bowl banner to be taken down because yeah. he, he wanted that to all be forgotten. And, so, and part of this fan base is like, well... You know, we are Super Bowl champions, and Darren Sproles is an like We're already building in excuses yeah, for this Yeah, no, I don't like that. Do you buy into the uh, every team's going to give you your best shot because of you're course. the Super Bowl champion? Of course. So you got to be ready for that. Of course. And they don't look like a well-prepared team no. at this point. No, I don't, I don't know what's going on. There's too many penalties. In crucial moments, there's too many penalties. Big-time ones, too. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's... Fine, you're going to have penalties. That's fine. But you're having them in crucial moments, yeah. man, that's like... Come on, man. Yeah. And they're not even like questionable ones. They're just like they're blatant pass interferences. They're blatant defensive holdings. And it's you know. not like it's from like, you know, there was the one from Aiken where right. he had to hold it was whatever. But they're not even from guys like that. They're from Jason Peters, Lane Johnson, yeah. Kelsey. They're, because they're out of position. Yeah. That's where a lot of their penalties are coming from. They're, they're pass interference. They're defensive holding. They're offensive holding because the guys are out of position. They're all out of position penalties they're all like ah shit i got beat i gotta do something yeah i gotta save carson's life by holding this guy or whatever or Jalen mills gets beat on a on a double move and he's got to have a pass interference because he's out of position that's that's lazy and that's not being prepared when you're getting those kind of penalties yeah like that's just flat out not good enough you're just not good enough and and that's that's the disheartening thing because this team isn't that much different on paper than they were last year. It's not like you lost a bunch of people. Yeah, you didn't lose <laughs> I mean, like, that many guys. And, and the offensive line, you didn't lose anybody. Right, and the people that you did lose, you replaced with somebody good, if not better. Right. So there's no excuse. You know what I mean? And you brought in veterans. It's not like like, you, like we talk about Michael Bennett or we talk about like Corey Graham. He's been in the league like 11 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, Still out of position. Like, yeah, you you shouldn't be out of position. Yeah. If, you, if you're not quick enough or... Or you get boxed out by an Alshon Jeffrey, that's one thing. But to be out of position doesn't that's inexcusable. Like that's rookie mistake. Yeah. You've been in the league longer than anybody in this secondary. It was fourth and fifteen, all right? And all, the whole secondary was back at that fifteen yard mark, right? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, there's no way they're gonna throw it under and try and run for it. Right. I said, There's no way that they're gonna get behind those guys. Not only did he get behind them, he was wide open. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even close. I didn't see the play, but Mikey Miss said Corey Graham looked at the guy running at him and then turned his head to look another way. Yeah. And Mike was like, what are you looking at? Yeah, what was the second look for? Yeah, there was nothing to look you at. You had a guy running at you. Yeah, that's your guy. When the yeah. guy's running at you, that's now your yeah. man. But, like, he did another look like there was going to be another guy, and at yeah. that point it was already too late. I'm yeah. thinking... Like, what were you doing? Yeah, this is your spot. If a guy runs to this spot... Yeah, that's your guy. That's where you go. 
but he would just like for some reason lost track of the guy running directly at him. Yeah, uh, it's lost just, sight of him. It's inexcusable, dude. Because like <laughs> I said, it's not like you know, it, it's not like the schedule makers gave you you know hell's corner in the first four games, and you know you came out two and two, and you're like, all right, we came out of that two and two, we're good. Yeah, you lost two really bad games. Really bad, like games. really bad games. Yep. There's no look at Tampa now. Yeah. Tampa's trash now. So you lost to that team. Yeah, they're bringing Jameis back. And you got week. manhandled by that team. Yeah, it wasn't even close. And you and you and you lost to one of the worst offenses with a quarterback who's got nerve damage in his shoulder or in his elbow. <laughs> and he, and he, he slung it. And he looked like you. Joe Montana all game. Yep. Just slung it all over the place. He was like ten for ten in, in the fourth quarter in overtime. <laughs> he didn't have any complete pass in fourth quarter overtime. His his whole career is going to be like questionable. Yeah, for every game every, for the rest yeah. of the year, questionable yeah. <laughs> forever. Be but questionable. he came out and just slung it all over. Yeah, it doesn't you. matter. I, I don't know, dude. I, I just I'm worried. <clears throat> is this I, what happens? So like, we, obviously, we never experienced the Super Bowl champion before, but it's really hard to repeat, and the majority of them don't even make the playoffs the following year. Is this what happens? You go through. Because you got to get be lucky to win the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So injuries work out, whatever it is. So we caught a lot of breaks last year. This year, not so much. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, is this what happens? Is this the? Are we not going to the playoffs? Is that what I'm looking at here? Here's the thing, and and I'll reference something that was said on the radio today. That the one host I listened to said he was worried that this team isn't as hungry as they were last year, and he's like, that may be why it's so hard to repeat. Because you gotta you gotta have guys stay hungry after they already got to the top. Right. They already reached the summit early in their career. A lot of these guys are, you know, Jay Jai's only been in the league a couple years. Like, you know, I mean a lot Alshon's on the end back end. So the fact that you got rookies who already got fat early, like a Derek Barnett, but then you also have vets that well, I already got that ring now. Right. Right? Fletcher's already got his ring. Alshon's already got his ring. Are these guys gonna be as hungry every year? That's why you can't repeat. That's a great point. You know what I mean? You might look at it like maybe they're just not as hungry now. Malcolm Jenkins has two rings now. Yeah. Sproles has two rings now. Like The funny thing about Malcolm Jenkins is he's the only one that I feel like is hungry. Yeah, but I'm just saying like you just start to worry about things yeah. like that. No, I, I, I just, absolutely I am worried about it because like I told you, they already lost two games I had marked as wins. Now they got to make that up somewhere and win games that I had marked as losses schedule. in a tougher schedule. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't get any easier. Yeah, like man. I don't think they're going to sweep the Cowboys this year. I, you know, I but now it. they probably have to. Yeah, they're put. They already put themselves in the position in the conference. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, it, it's just, I don't know, man. I, it, it's, I when the couple weeks ago when you weren't here, I I went on a you know just relax rant because at that point, the defense was what I thought they would be, and you know I looked at it like, all right, Carson's not even back yet, and the whole fan base is like losing their minds. Like, relax, we'll, we'll yeah. be okay, but. Now you're four games in, you're looking at the schedule, and you go, all right, you know, this this team, if if people on the, if players on the Colts caught the ball, you could be on four right now. Absolutely. Like, you are, you, you had to have a goal line stand against Atlanta to win yep. that game. You had to have a goal line stand against the Colts to win that game. You should be on four right now. It's not like they've came. They've come out and you can't. Out. You can't try and win with a goal line stance every game. every game. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's not going it, to work. It's just it. It's got me frightened that they went and they got fat last year and they and they're happy now and they're they're satisfied and they're not as hungry and maybe aren't as good as a Super Bowl champion should be. 
maybe everything just went really right for them last year. Right. They overcame a lot last year. Yeah. Maybe things just fell their way. Aaron Rodgers got hurt. The Saints got beat by the the Vikings on that on a, a really play, bad yeah. play. Right. So like everything just fell their way. I don't know, man. And listen, that's what happens for Super Bowl teams. But this year, that's not happening. I'm not hitting so the panic now they gotta, alarm, but I'm worried. Yeah, I'm worried. I'm not panicked yet. Yeah. But I'm worried. And, and another part of me is worried because I anticipated a big-time energy or or team vibe boost when Carson came back. Yeah. I expected the team to look different. Yep. But they don't. No. And it the the most energy they had was his first drive back. Yeah, no, and you were like, then, oh shit, yeah. look at these guys. You know, they're yep. on all cylinders. And then since then, it's just been. Well, let's look at the bright side of the game. They lost, right? But Alshon's back, yeah. hundred yards played receiving, like a beast. played yeah. like a beast. Zach Ertz leading the league in tight ends in yeah. receiving um, catches. Anyway, um, so they're doing some good things on offense, but the depth at running back is hurting them right now, and, right? And Aguilar. Aguilar, regressing. He, did he drop all six balls, or did he drop four <laughs> of the six? I mean, because it felt like he dropped everything. Yeah, it felt like he dropped everything. Yeah, the uh, ones, the ones that we really needed. Yeah, yeah exactly. the important ones he yeah. dropped. Like, come on, which is man. what he did the first year when he had problems. Yo, and mm. by the way, it's not like the Titans were playing lights out. No, I mean they had just as many drops. Yeah, they they probably should have buried us. Uh, there was, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was happy to see. The offense go down the field though on some long balls. Yeah, that was nice to see. Yeah, but they didn't do it enough. No, well, I mean you know, they, they did it. You they know. did it, but they didn't do it enough. And I, and I think that's the issue. And that could be because of, of the talent. I mean, Jordan Matthews got his touchdown on a bad play by the cornerback. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I, like I said, I'm not hitting that panic alarm yet. But <laughs> man, there's a lot to look at this team. And go, wow, we got to get this figured out quick. Yeah, you know, we got to figure figured out real quick. They need speed at receiver. And the scary part is that you can't protect your quarterback. That's the that's scariest the, that's part. That's the scariest part. You can't protect yep. your quarterback right now. At this rate, he's going to be sacked over 20 times. Yeah, yeah that's in three games. I mean, it, it just, I don't know, man. You you expect that when you, when you have an Aaron Rodgers, when you have a, a Drew Brees, when you have guys like that, they bail you out of situations. But if they're not getting time, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, I mean, listen, Carson Wentz, great escape ability, but like, he can't do it every play. No. Like the guys eventually, you know, yeah. got to get rid of the ball here. You yeah. know what I mean? We got it. And I don't know if like there's times where he's holding it too long. He he's not playing a perfect game yet, right? right? It's his second game back. So there's times where he's holding it a, long, a little longer than he should, and that's leading the sacks. But this last game, it was all blitz, man. Yeah. The blitz got him, and they couldn't. And they, you knew they were blitzing. Like you saw it coming. They didn't hide it. They weren't yeah. disguising it. They put put everybody up and said, "We're coming." And they did. Hey, you just can't. I mean, I watched Wendell Smallwell put his arm out <laughs> to try and pick up the guy. It's it's well, it's worrisome. It, it's a, it's at the brink of worrisome because because you dropped to those two games. If you were able to to come out of these first four, three and one, and maybe you didn't play so well against the Titans, but you beat them, and you just lost to a really hot Buccaneers team at that time, then you'd be like, all right. We got a couple things, to f- but at least we're three and one. Yep, we're in a good position. You're you're tied with the Redskins now. You're tied with the Cowboys now, and you're in a position where you have to get it figured out now. Yeah, like you already put yourself in a must-win posi- situation already. Yep, because you, you don't want to drop to the Buccaneers and you don't want to drop to the Vikings. Now that's two conference losses. Yep, already. So that said, they come out and they beat the Vikings and they beat them handily. I'm not feeling this way. 
It all depends, though. It all depends on how it happens. If they yeah, like get, if they they handily, handily, yeah, yeah then I'm you're good. Like, okay, we're you know, we just had a fluke. I mean, or I'm not even expecting a blowout against the Vikings. I'm expecting a tough game. You can't anymore. No, Can I mean, you expect even any blowouts now. I didn't expect. I, I, I'm not expecting what we saw in the playoffs. Like I was expecting that was going to be like a somebody's going to win by a field goal. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting this game as well. Yeah, I mean it's it's. But they just got to look good. I I just need I need everything that happened to to be not necessarily everything fixed, but I need it to be like all right, that wasn't so bad. Line opened at a three in favor of the Eagles, so that's a good sign. That's a, yeah. a great well, sign. Well, because they're home and, and Minnesota plays horrible on the road. Yeah. I think if so they, does, I think if so they go the to, Eagles defense. Yeah, I exactly. think if they go to Minnesota, they get blown out. Oh, absolutely. And that's the that's the scary part. Are we gonna um are we gonna hear like we're gonna start to hear now about the Vikings fans and like there's gonna be newscast in Minnesota where no. they're like, don't go to Philly. I don't think remember so. what happened last year. Yeah, I don't. I, I think it'll be more there than here. No, that's what I mean. Like yeah, in, yeah. in Minnesota, you, oh, yeah, like yeah. we're gonna start seeing clips of of uh, yeah. Viking like a Minnesota remember broadcast. Last year. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're going to the game, you know maybe you shouldn't wear your purple. Yeah. It and, won't be here anymore where they're like. On the art museum steps. And oh no, they're not. Doing com- their, yeah, they're not nah, doing all that. Now. They're not coming out to try yeah, and. No. They're going to try and be under the radar. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, smart. So. Yeah, yeah. Especially, <laughs> especially now when the, the fan base is heated up a bit. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we were if we were four and zero right now and you were coming in, we'd cut you a little slack. Yeah. But now we'd we're still give you shit. Yeah. But, now yeah. we're on edge. Yeah. Exactly. That sucks. I don't. I don't know, man. They, they need to figure something out. Dougie P and Howie and, I mean, especially Howie. There, there's position. I mean, you didn't jump on the Earl, the Earl the Thomas thing, and he's done for the year now. Yeah, you're not going to get you that. Know? So you, you got to do something, especially if like Taylor's saying, if Le'Veon's coming back, last thing you need is you know somebody else to jump in and grab him. Right. I think I think defensively scheme can save them, but offensively they need a weapon. There's nobody to be afraid of on scheme the offense. Scheme can save them, but that one position needs to be replaced. I agree. I agree. He needs because to be because he because he's going to be on an island. Because I think, I but think, I think pressure wise and and things like that. And I will think help. I think McLeod and Jenkins made up for a lot of his mistakes last year. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So they weren't as glaring, and the team was having fun, and we were winning yeah. and stuff like that. So it was different. Now, when the chips are down, he's coming out on social media and all this. I think he's starting to feel the pressure because I don't think skill wise. He's that good. Well, when you're when your coach, and this is a coach that doesn't do this, right. when your coach calls you by name in his press conference and he never does it, like that's that's got to be a sign to you, buddy. Like, yo, he told teams like you're gonna scheme for this guy. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe maybe that's maybe that was his like, yo, Jalen, you better wake up, or I hope. you know you don't want to get in the habit of replacing people, but I'm gonna replace you. I hope. And I and I said a couple weeks ago that I actually don't hate Jalen Mills. Like, I think he's a good kid. I think he's an aggressive player. He's a he's a hitter. He can tackle. I get all that. Like I actually like the kid. Yeah. Football wise, skill wise, he's not good enough. I'm not going to fall into that trap of just cheering for him because he's a good kid. Yeah, because no, he's got to fight for Jalen Mills till the death. No, he if he's not good, I don't want him on my team. I don't want him playing because he's he's a liability. The coach just said it. What about <laughs> so? What if they switch Sidney Jones to the outside? Are you comfortable with Jalen Mills in the slot? I mean, I'm not no, comfortable with him at all. Not, yeah, because he's not <laughs> fast enough. I just think that's he's. A, that's it. I, I said it to you a couple weeks ago, Frank. I think he's a depth guy. I just yeah. think he's a guy. I just think he's a he's a special depth teamer. Guy. Yeah, I, special <laughs> teamer, depth cornerback. 
guy gets hurt, maybe fill in at safety because that was his position in college. Maybe that's his position. Maybe. I don't know. But it's not starting cornerback. It's just not. Uh, and, no. and And if, if we've been ranting about this for four weeks now, and the coach came out and pretty much agreed with our sentiments, then something's got to be done. Maybe this is him going, all right, you got one more week. I'm lighting a fire in your ass because I'm going to throw you specifically under the bus. Yep. And if it doesn't get corrected, if 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 Stefan Diggs comes out and toasts you, you're done, dude. That's yep. it. You're done. I've, I've given you your warning now. I'm hoping that Doug has those balls to do something like that. What do you I don't know if he does. What do you think Doug needs? So let's say that's the case. What do you think Doug needs to see? Like, what if he gets? What if he gives up a touchdown, but also gets an interception? I, I just I think Doug is looking at it where it's not only that he's he's I mean listen like we talked about before your Josh Normans your Asante Samuels your shutdown guys they give up time they give up long bombs they give up touchdowns they get beat everybody does yep it's just it's being out of position you can't it's get beat like, on the same move every that's game. what I mean like it's it's the same move that you're not getting. It's not being in the right position. It's constantly getting called for pass interference. If he comes out against Minnesota and maybe he gets torched for one because Stefan Diggs has the wheels, all right. But if if you're playing a good game and they're not targeting you, they're not exposing you, you're not getting pass interference calls, well, then I think he's all right. I think yeah. Doug will go, all right, well, he snapped out of it. But if, like, dude, you're out of position, you're getting penalties, you're, you're getting torched, and then... And then I can't forgive you getting torched because of all this other shit that's happening. Right. Right? I can forgive a cornerback getting torched. It happens. happens. You're going, it's going to happen. But they literally, like Corey Davis, like Corey Davis, they made him look like Jerry Rice. <laughs> like yeah, they, they, they did. couldn't stop the kid from catching a ball. Yep. Like, I don't want to see that as a coach. I don't want to see that. And I think that's what Doug's going to look at. Like, yeah, I dude, mean, if you don't figure I'm, it out, man. I'm not asking them to be Deion Sanders, but at the same time, I need you to be able to make a play. Right. When in these crucial moments that you're giving up big plays, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what Doug's going to need to see. I, I don't know if he's going to have the balls to even move him. Does is Doug the type of player that has the balls to move a guy? I don't, I don't know because I don't know. he because we'll he see. he walked back the the statement today. Yeah, by saying, "Well, we don't want to get in the habit well, listen, of he moving guys." He didn't move on from Aguilar when and Aguilar was struggling. He said, "No, we're just going to love we're him. Love on him." Kept he's still in every single game. Didn't well, but at least, but at least Aguilar was your third option. Well, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So it wasn't like he was a, a a critical position, your number one receiver, and I need this guy to figure it out. Jalen Mills is in a critical position. Is that your coach said these teams come in and they scheme to go? Is Dougie ma- is Dougie making those defensive decisions? Do you think, or do you think I Jim Schwartz is the one in charge? Schwartz, yeah, Jim. it's all Schwartz. Yeah, so yeah, it's not well, like it's I want to hear what like Jim a, Schwartz has to say about him. I don't know. If anybody's going to throw somebody on a bus, it would be Schwartz, but I don't think he would. No. I just think they have this love for Jalen Mills, and I don't understand why. And I know that it's easy. He's the target. You know, if if you're going to look at the defense and be angry, everybody's going to go to him first. But it's fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's fair because you got to watch his play on the field. What about when the people say, well, you're not in the film room seeing the film. You don't know. That's the pro football focus people. Yeah, you don't know what... I don't care about those people. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I don't care about those people. That's the Robert Covington people. I mean, it could, about it. but I'm assuming the coaches are smarter than me. And they no, know what they're looking at. They and they're, they know what they're looking at. Like, maybe... They're definitely smarter than you. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know, right. There's a, a majority of people that can cl- make that claim. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but maybe, but maybe there, maybe he's not as playing as bad as we. Maybe that he was supposed to get help on certain plays that it looks like he's getting burned on. He's not. Like maybe, we, maybe we're not seeing everything. Is a double move a double move? A double move is a double move. Okay, so I don't care that the safety <laughs> wasn't. Okay, is there plays where the safety should be over the top? Sure. Yeah. Okay, we can look at it like, well, Corey Graham's not that good. He wasn't in the right position. But if if I look at ten plays that Jalen, you eight of them are going to be because he did something wrong. Yeah. So it's not enough for me to go. Like, how many built-in excuses is this kid going to have? The kid's going to have a lot. I mean, it's, Until I'm they not going to look at him. it and go, well, he was out of position for 10 plays, but 10 of those plays, 7 out of those 10, the, this guy Safety was supposed to be. Yeah. At some point, like... You gotta make a play, man. Yeah, when you're still when you're out there, you, you gotta, gotta make a play. Because it happens to every cornerback in every game where somebody blew an assignment and, and honestly, didn't help you. Honestly, the coach just shut down your your position on that because he just, yeah, said, he just said yeah that he's a he's target. Struck. That's a shame. So yeah, okay, bad. maybe we think that okay, I'm gonna go in the film room and I'm gonna look at this and go, all right, well, the fans are gonna see Jalen here, but this to happen here, blah blah blah. The coach flat out just shot that down. <laughs> the coach watched the film. He said, yeah, they're targeting him. He went, no, they're, they're going to go after him. And every team that comes in is going to go after him until he gets his shit together. Yeah. So now that you know that, what do you do, Dougie? You got to do something. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't do. want to hear that it was the safety out of position. You just said teams are going to come in and watch film and, and target him. Yeah. I don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to have it? He's not going to make the move this week. But, nope. if it, but if Mills comes out and he gets roasted again, and he's out of position, and like I said, constant penalties and all this other stuff. Does he make a move? If he starts struggling this week in the first quarter, you're going to start seeing a rotation of him and Sidney Jones. I hope so. I hope for so. the rest of that game, yeah, and I mean, then next week Sidney Jones would be your starter. I hope so. You draft you, you and you, hope you, that Sidney Jones is uh, Sidney Jones is going to be the starter. You if know, he's not hurt. If he's not hurt, but oh, yeah, then you went I out and got so. Ronald Darby because you know. Yeah, because you had hurt. to. I yeah. don't know, dude. I don't, I don't know. We'll it's see. disheartening. It's very disheartening. Yep. What do you think of Carson? I th- I think he's doing everything he can. <laughs> I mean, he's doing everything he can. I think he's being here. He I looks mean, good though, right? Like moving around. Oh yeah. No, I th- I think he's he's completely back. I, yeah, I, I think my fear of him being re-injured is gone. Yeah, at this I don't. Point. I mean. Um, I mean, unless the offensive line keeps getting a murder. Yeah. Well, yeah, because <laughs> there, there was one, there was one uh, sack where his legs looked a little funny, and yeah. I was like, "Wait a second. And if he got right up and, and ran yeah, off, but like you, I was a little nervous at that point because you know it wasn't like two tractor trailers hitting him when he got hurt. Yeah, it wasn't like it was the hit of the century to get yeah. him hurt. You know what I mean? So you're like, mm. yeah. Well, I, I was like, his legs bent weird, but I right, put it this way: I'm not worried about Carson getting hurt again. Knock on wood. I think he's back. I think he's fully healthy. We're back. We're good to go. But offensive line needs to tie their shit up or else he's going to get hurt. He's going to get murdered. They have to come out and dominate this game or they're not going to win the offensive line. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think so. Give me a prediction before we go here. Man, after this week? Yeah, after this week. <laughs> Eagles I mean, if they giving three. If they win, it's going to be close. It's going to be a... 27-24-ish game. 27-24. Tell what do you like, think? Yeah, it's going to be like I think it's, it's probably a repeat of the uh, the Giants game. Yeah. The home opener last year. Like, they were just going to struggle. But yeah. yeah, like some last second shot that was just a miracle. Yeah, that's what I think. I think that uh, it's going to come down to a game-winning field goal. I don't know what side's going to win. I'm going to go with the Birds. We're back to being nervous every week. Yeah, good for us. Oh, yeah, we lo- we got that ring, and yeah. everybody was worried that ah, oh, they're going to be soft now. Yeah, no, nope, no. 
We're still going we at them. We booed you off the field the first game of the season. Yep. That's good. It's our fan base. That's what we want. Yeah. All right. If you are listening live, stick with us for the second hour. If not, uh, check us out on your favorite podcast provider on the next episode. You're listening to 215 Live on Wildfire Sports. Wildfire Sports.